Good morning, and welcome to Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. Wheeling the Pathways of Life is a snapshot of the day-to-day experiences of a disabled individual as they navigate the pathways of the world around us. We hope to shed light on and open your eyes to new perspectives on the lives of those with disabilities. Most of us have disabilities we must live with, but it is the way we deal with them that defines us. The opinions and beliefs expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions and beliefs of this station. And now, Brian Fitzpatrick. How are you? Good. Um, Julie, before we get too far, how long have you been working for the BRTA? I started back in August of 2012, so a little over nine years now. But when I started, um, I was hired as safety and compliance as well as I was a call taker for the Human Service Transportation uh, Prescription PT-1 program. So I booked rides um, and helped with that as well. That's why I knew you both. Yes. (laughs) I know I remembered your voice from somewhere other than when I've called you over the past couple of times. Yes, yep. Um, One of the things that I wanted to Tuchipan is, um, what um, sort of things does a ADA service coordinator, um, what, what is your uh, actual job? I know your title, but what, what does it entail for a service coordinator to... So I, I, I wear hats of a few different things. Okay. So um, as the paratransit manager, okay. I oversee um, the American Disability Act, the ADA paratransit program, okay. um, and the paratransit applications. So um, once the applications are submitted, I uh, review them with some coworkers um, to make the determination for the approval. Uh, Then we monitor based off of their approval date. We keep track of 
their upcoming expirations and try to provide a courtesy call uh, to them to see if they would like to continue with the services um, and we provide either send out a new application for them or um, point them to our website so they can print off the application for a renewal if they choose to. Um, <gasps> as far as that goes, is it going to be a um, physical doctor or can, can it be a psychological doctor as well that makes, makes the referral over to you guys? It, it depends based off of the disability. Okay. Uh, we accept from all different types of physicians okay. um, the application uh, like you said it, based off of the disability of what type of physician yeah. would complete that portion but of I'm the medical if someone couldn't get to their regular physician but they had a psychological appointment coming up either one could make the application uh, is that correct that is correct. Yeah, there is a medical release uh, information portion that is to be filled out by a physician, and you are absolutely correct. Okay. They could complete that as well. All right. Um, one of the one of the other things I want to ask you about, because I happened to call you on it, and I I didn't know about this um, procedure. Is we're jumping down to the um, um, other area, um, use of the RTA transportation in other areas. So, uh, I think what we're referring to about is once um, someone is approved for yeah. the ADA paratransit services, yeah. Yeah. Um, under Department of Transportation or DOT, uh, yeah. ADA regulations, each public entity is required to provide paratransit services yeah. to a visitor. Um, they present that documentation and um, the ADA paratransit eligible in the jurisdiction in which they reside. So say, for example, um, you were going to Florida and yeah. you want to utilize their paratransit services, you would present to them uh, your ADA acceptance letter and they are required to provide services to you for up to 21 days yes. within a 365-day period. But the way I understood it, tell me if I'm incorrect, but if I call you and when you know that I'm going and you would ship the letter down to them or would I have to present it down there when I get there? Um, Berkshire Regional Transit Authority, are paratransit program would be more than happy to assist you as long as you have a contact person uh, that we can get a hold of we'd be more than happy to fax that acceptance letter to them um, and then you would just request the visitor pass yes okay because it would be a lot easier if people would just get a contact input contact from the RTA where they're going and then have them call you and say we've got a visitor coming and they can fax it down to you. Oh, no, you can fax it down to them or whatever. Right. Yep. No, we can absolutely do that for you. Like I said, as long as you have the information um, and you're requesting that, you would have to put that um, request in prior 
so they would know that the letter is coming I mean that you're giving us the approval to fax that letter to them um, showing that you receive services through our transit authority in my case I'd probably do that in an email so that you could send on the email to them and just um, do it that way yes so that they know what they know I've given permission and there's the acceptance letter in the email so that they can combine it all in one, make it easier. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm all about making it easier. <laughs> um, in some cases, I make it, trying to make it easier, I make it a little harder, but uh, <laughs> that happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we can do to make it easier for you, absolutely. Yeah. I'm here um, to assist. Now, when when did you officially? Um, I know way back in the this wasn't on the list, so if I um, surprise you. He likes you. to do that sometimes. He I'm, likes to just like throw a couple surprises in there. <laughs> uh, no problem. Um, because so people have a little bit of background. The BRTA used to contract with the local cab companies and um, just um, kind of uh, let the local cab companies take it and they used to take the tickets with the local um, uh, cab balances. But recently, in the last couple of years, I think it's been like... Uh, are you referring to the taxi tickets? No, I'm referring to the fact that uh, you went from the cab to the purple buses. Um, was the, um, used to be that the cab would pick us up from the local cab companies like county and stuff like that? So, um, yes, county ambulance uh, did hold a contract for the paratransit services, yeah. yes. Um, it has been, and my apologize, um, I don't know the exact time frame, um, county had done it and then it was awarded to uh, paratransit management of the Berkshires, PMB, yeah, so they are the new contract. That's what I'm referring to, how long have we been with um, basically, you know, ballpark, how long have we been with, the? Boy, you're really putting me on the spot. Yeah. I knew it. Um, I do apologize because I don't know the exact date. So I, I would think. About, I think it's been about three. Uh, maybe a little more, bit longer. Yeah. More years. Yeah, that it's been um, with paratransit. But, uh. It's, um, um, but let's jump down to what made you, um, what made the BRDA, or was it the BRDA, or was it the paratransit of the Berkshires that made the decision to go to the mass pay, um, 
Oh, the route match pay, the new yeah, payment system. Yeah. So BRTA really um, looked at, at a whole and yeah. wanted to provide a more convenient way for our customers to pay for the rides. Um, at, prior to this uh, route match pay, it was based off of tickets and uh, the customers could either come to the bus station um, and purchase those tickets or they could mail in a check to the customer service department and request those tickets um, and they were a dollar value based off of <clears throat> in color mm -hmm. based off of the town and the point of travel so like I said BRT wanted to provide a more convenient way for this and I believe sorry to cut you off but I believe that the UCP and as we have been stuff for providers of the tickets as well, they went to the BRTA and got the tickets. And they will also uh, be able to provide the tickets at their offices um, as well. Um, but Mac, Rubat Pay will make it a lot easier because. People can't get out there all the time to get the tickets, and um, I think it's going to be a better solution. I'm so excited about this new um, program. Very excited. It's roommate pay just in the um, uh, Berkshire area, or is it uh, system-wide with the uh, um, other RTAs? Right now, BRTA, we are the only transit authority in our area uh, that yeah. use this, this route match pay. And, yeah. and what it does is allows you to add funds uh, to your account while at home or someone out of the area can add funds um, to this. And with this new uh, payment system, it gives customers the ability not only to add funds, but you can view upcoming and past trips, uh, monitor your balance any time of the day, also, if friends or family want to add funds to the account, they have the ability to do so without having to purchase tickets or worry about if it is a holiday and having to use a certain color tickets. So, yeah. you know, we, we um, went live uh, on August 23rd, and so far we've had a wonderful reaction to this. It, it, you know, our customers yeah. seem to be very happy with it. Now, one thing that I have for you today and I wanted people to know, if they have tickets already available, they can turn those tickets in and be ready to go to Roommate Pay. With the, with the price of those tickets, you'll be able to transfer those tickets into Roommate Pay for them. Currently, you do have the two options. Even if you set up an account or you okay. have BRTA set up the account for you, okay. you can continue to use those tickets. Okay. Um, if you choose not to, you can bring them in or mail them to the BRTA. Okay. Um, and the customer service department will take that dollar value and put it into the account for you. Okay. Um, Kevin, before we go to break. Yes. Um, you can, uh, uh, folks, I have the uh, website and what it looks like. Um, I can pull that up on the screen for those people that are watching. 
And so you guys know what it looks like and what you're going to be looking at when we go to, you go to that website and set up the account. And we'll have that for you as soon as we come back from our break. You're listening to Wheeling the Pathways of Life on WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle. On behalf of UCP of Western Massachusetts, Wheeling the Pathways of Life would like to thank the following organizations for their continued support of UCP. Scarafoni Realty, Greylock Federal Credit Union, Crane Paper Foundation, and the Stationery Factory in Dalton, Massachusetts. And we're back. We're back, folks. Um, enjoy. You were saying you actually do more than uh, just the uh, uh, during the break. You were saying you do more than the uh, just the parent safety and uh, the. Uh, Safety in the ticket program and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I do a little bit more. Um, so I oversee the Federal Transit Administration, the FTA Drug and Alcohol Program uh, for the Council on Aging's our our fixed route and our paratransit system as well. Um, and as part of the safety compliance, I monitor the performance for our paratransit services through vehicle inspections, site visits, direct observation. Um, also, I am a certified trainer for passenger assistance and safety and sensitivity. So I monitor the uh, driver's trainings for uh, paratransit drivers, council on aging drivers, to make sure that they have all their certifications uh, for driving and to make sure that those are kept up to date. Yeah, and uh, how often, I mean, um, you, from what I've seen so far, and like I said, you guys have been doing this for many years now, (laughs) compliance not only with the Cabulance, um, when you guys were doing it, but with uh, Paratrans and the Berkshires, um, you uh, have done extensive training on sensitivity, and you know, from what I've seen throughout many years of writing on the I've been writing on DRTA uh, transport since I was 17, actually. So I've seen a lot of 
both you know, animals, but could change it, so. That's good to hear. And uh, <laughs> up to you, Julie. Thank you. <laughs> Pulled it all together. Thank you. Well, it's definitely um, a group effort. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have to include, you know, our drivers. We have a wonderful uh, group. So without them, you know, um, we wouldn't be where we are today. So we all really work together as a team to provide the best uh, service that BRTA can do. Um, if somebody was able, if somebody wanted to fill out an application and they go to the doctor once they get the application, how long does it typically take to um, um, get the application approved once they get it from the doctor? So under uh, the American Disability Act uh, ADA regulations, uh, we do have 21-day application process. So um, once that is submitted to us and that all the information is accurate and we, we aren't missing any information, we do try to uh, approve this application uh, sooner than the 21 days, yeah. but we do uh, have up to 21 days for the approval. Um, now I <laughs> Is there any problem with continuing service while the application is being uh, processed? No, not at all. Um, we do try to monitor the best that we can, um, not only when we um, grant any type of approvals and we send out the acceptance letter, we do provide uh, the date of expiration based off of every application could be different, so it could be up to three years uh, before the application expires. But we do try to monitor upcoming within 60 to 90 days anyone uh, that will be expiring. So we, if we have a valid phone number, uh, we do do a courtesy call and let them know that the services are getting ready to expire and if they'd like to extend them. We fully understand, um, especially things are trying to get back to normal as a result of COVID, uh, but not every doctor is seeing patients and things like that. So as long as there's open communication and yeah. they ask if we it gets ready that you're going to expire and you need additional time, we're more than happy to extend um, your services if need be pending the application. And typically that's a one-time extension Every individual is different. You know, sometimes it's just waiting for the doctor to fax us their piece or, you know, trying to, something gets lost in the mail. So we try that, to work with everybody. I know what that's like, uh, getting doctors to agree, probably get paid Yes. Typically not easy, but, uh, um, so you were in talking to me about the um, one time about needing to get the word out there for people to um, increase ridership for some of these programs that are being funded. If we don't have enough riders, um, then uh, we may not get the funding we need for the um, um, services. Um, you were telling me about one program where 
Uh, that would be the Route 14. Um, Route 14, yeah. Yes, so. I was close. Yes, you are, absolutely. So right now we do um, are experiencing driver shortage. Yeah. So the Route 14 does not start until uh, 6.30 p.m., but it is an evening service, a yeah. loop in Pittsfield um, that does provide service for, for evenings, um, as well as the Route 1 going to North Adams, uh, back and forth to Pittsfield, is an evening service. Yeah, so uh, in order to continue that, on a regular basis, you need uh, as many riders as you can get for funding purposes, or is that uh, an ending, is that an open-ended funding well, they are pilot programs, okay. so um, my apologies, I don't know all the technical, but it definitely is a pilot program, and we try our best. Um, That's what I was getting to. It's a pilot program, so if they don't find a use, if we can't prove that there's a use, they're going to take it away from us. But... Um, but what I'm trying to do is get more people aware of these programs so that uh, we get more participation. Absolutely. I know that COVID has put a real damper on transportation, but uh, um, yes, it hopefully has. once things get back to normal. And then again, what I say is what is normal, but, uh, um, but, um, yeah, I think once people realize that the paratransit is out there and can get a hold of their doctors or whatever. Right, and not only, yes, paratransit um, services is for an additional service, um, we also... BRTA is big in promoting, we do a travel training program. And what that is, is a free program to teach uh, anyone to utilize our fixed route bus system. So if anyone um, is new to the area or someone that's never utilized our fixed route bus system and is looking to get to a certain place or a new job or something, they can absolutely reach out to the BRTA and we can teach them at no cost how to ride our fixed route bus system. Um, and with the BRTA, with the um, ADA qualifications with, when you're qualified for ADA, um, the paratransit and uh, services you are provided with the letter of the doctor the ability to take one person with you uh, to ride with you for no cost to them 
2016, uh, getting you on the cab, getting you on the paratransit, or getting you on the bus. Yes, when you are approved for services, uh, you are approved for to uh, bring a personal care attendant with you. Yeah. Uh, we just really ask that when anyone is booking their rides, when they notify dispatch that they are taking a personal care attendant with them so that we just know for scheduling purposes. Yeah, the, um, the um, interesting part is way back in the day, when I did, when I was taking some fixed bus routes, we had to call and let them know ahead of time that we were um, being picked up at a route. But now that it's become so, you know, readily available, we don't have to do that as much anymore. Um, that does make it a little bit easier. But cases like mine, I like to stay with the fix, with the RTA, the paratransit um, services because I don't always have somebody to walk with me to the bus stop to catch the bus or, you know. Um, now, you may not know this. Is the uh, mass pay going to a, Does that also include the ability to do the same thing on the fixed route as well, or is that something that is strictly with the paratransit? Uh, Route match pay is strictly for the paratransit. Um, okay. The fixed route we use a payment system called the Charlie card. Okay. So it is a free loadable card uh, okay. that you can load money on and with that um, you, you do save money okay. and uh, you also someone uh, that has a disability <laughs> will receive a half fare uh, Charlie card as well. Okay. So there's multiple ways that uh, this could be covered if um, people have an issue with carrying money with them and stuff. They could uh, do it either by the uh, match pay or the trolley uh, card set yes. up or whatever. Yeah, we really try to emphasize uh, to save all of our customers money because the card, like I said, is a free loadable card. So with using the Charlie card um, transfers, meaning you need to get on one route to get to another is free with the Charlie card system. And versus let's say for a local fare, it is $1.55 with a Charlie card. And if you are paying cash, it is $1.75. So we do try to save our customers a little bit of money by really yeah. emphasizing to please use that Charlie card system. And with that, you can, uh, with that, the more we get the word out there and the more we can facilitate that maybe more people would uh, be interested in writing the BRTA and believe me, it's much easier than finding 
fucking spaces and uh, getting cabinets and paying it for it out of your pocket. Right. Yeah. It may be a little difficult to go to the doctor's office every three years to get a uh, get a renewal, but uh, uh, that's just one of those things that uh, we all have to do. Absolutely. We should yep. be going to the doctor more than three years anyway. But uh, um, that was a joke, by the way. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I uh, I really um, encourage people to use the use the BRDA and I. Um, yes, the fixed route um, really is a great means of transportation, and like you said, parking or the increase in the gas prices. Um, People don't realize that we have the capability to bring your bike while on a bus. So anyone that you know is close to a bus stop and but or isn't and wants to ride their bike, they can. Um, all the buses are equipped with a bike rack on the front of the buses, as well as all of our fixed route is handicap accessible. So if someone that you know um, is, has a mobility device and is not good with stairs or anything, all of our fixed route is handicap accessible. So the only thing I would caution on the fixed route is there's only two. I've seen only two areas on the buses that there's typically two wheelchairs on it can be two wheelchairs on one time. Based off of the bus size, yeah. um, it could be, yes. But we do ask, and we have signs on all of, all of our fixed route that we, that we do have seats that are reserved for someone uh, that has a mobility device. So, and our customers are great. Any customer they see that uh, needs to sit in that certain area, they're more than welcome to, they get right up and go sit somewhere else. Um. One thing that I would uh, suggest is even consider the application that the client has to be able to provide the measurements on their chairs and stuff like that. And some, no, I mean, the requirements for the measurements on the chairs when they get the lifts and stuff like that. Um, I would, uh, you know, so that's one of the things that people need to look at too, is they need to measure, somebody needs to measure their chairs to see what, if their chairs are in compliance with the lips and stuff like that. And, um, I'll have to look into that, Brian, because I don't know 100%. I know, what I'm saying is, on the application it says, you know, what's the measurement on your chair? And not every, not every client's able to measure their chairs and uh, figure out what if their chair is in compliance with the lift capabilities. So, um, that's what I was letting people know. So they might want to look into uh, just getting that... Uh, information before they go to the doctor and uh, 
get the application and make sure that Terry is uh, in compliance with the uh, lips requirements because I would hate to see them not be able to get on the list because the chair is too big. Um, right, and all BRTA uh, fixed route and the paratrans are in full compliance uh, with the lift requirements and things like that. So well, what, what I was referring to is it's good to double check and because I know there's some extra wide wheelchairs and different sizes of wheelchairs and stuff. So that's what I was saying about keeping in mind that you gotta stay within. Compliance and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, there's definitely a lot of different ones out there now. Yeah, <laughs> and um, what I think. Uh, what's up, King? Nothing. I was just looking over at you. Um. Okay. <laughs> Don't start grilling me. Uh no. <laughs> no. I thought you were. Give me the rap time, but, uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, all the paratransit has been great, and I, uh, really encourage people to make that a priority, and as we, um, work on, as I said last week, when I had my interview with Trisha Pelley Bouvier, um, with the adjunct of getting the train coming to Pittsfield, maybe, that may increase the need for transit and six roof so it could be a good benefit both ways so hopefully everything come together yes that would be nice yeah so um Julie is there anything on Mr. Uh, well we were gonna go over that PowerPoint real quick um Oh, um, yeah, I've, um, just, uh, when we go to the, um, uh, we can go to the PowerPoint just to show people, um, what they're going to be looking at when they, uh, go sign up and get the application and where to go to get the application. And I am just going to set that up while we go to a quick break. You're listening to Wheeling the Pathways of Life on WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle.
Support for WTVR comes from Project New Hope's Westfield office, second annual Veterans Stuff the Van Thanksgiving food drive. You can drop food items or $15 grocery store gift cards at PCTV for Federico Drive in Pittsfield by November 5th. For full details, visit projectnewhopema.org. UCP of Western Massachusetts is hiring. If you'd like to help people with different abilities lead independent lives, apply at ucpwma.org jobs. We need direct support professionals and clinicians. Join the agency who's reimagining independence. And we're back. Uh, are we ready for that PowerPoint? Yeah, I've got it all pulled up. It's all set and ready to go. Um, Julie, do you want to tell us what we're looking at as far as the... And you wanted to mention that uh, once there, this is the one there uh, that is filling out the application. This is after they've been approved. Correct. For the... For the um, services that they'd be doing this, so we, you guys would be able to help them with anything they would need if they couldn't get they had trouble with the website or whatever. Absolutely. So uh, what you've done is, and we truly appreciate it. So uh, if you, anyone is interested um, in going to the BRTA website, it's BerkshireRTA.com. And right at the main page, if you scroll down to what is new, um, it is the RMP. And if you click on the link, this is a PowerPoint presentation for our approved paratransit riders to give them an overview of what the route match pay looks like and if they choose to sign up uh, while at home. So you would obviously, to create an account, you could log right in to bit.ly backward slash BRTA pay. Um, and I can't emphasize enough that this isn't a requirement that BRTA customer service can register the customers, that they a lot of people don't have computers at home. So if they wanted a BRTA to do it, they can. If not, um, they just go right in. They're going to um, click register and do an email, uh, the telephone number, and all paratransit approvals are given a route match internal ID. So if you don't know that internal ID, just call our customer service and we can give you that. Um, and then you create a password. You click then all of a sudden, terms and conditions, and click register. Um, you will get a confirmation that an email has been sent. So you would then have to go into your email um, and it, you would get something from a no reply and you would open that email to activate your account. As soon as you activate, you're going to, uh, it will say confirm and then it will say validated uh, with a big check mark and then you are registered for root match pay. Oh. So you would ro log right back in. To using your email and whatever password that you um, have created. This would, is password protected. This is nothing that BRTA can see. And then you log in. And this is your main page. This is what you will be looking at. Um, like I said before, you can look at your upcoming and past trips, 
you'll be able to add funds to your account. You can also keep your uh, credit or debit card on file if you choose not to have to put it in every time. You can just go ahead and save that. Um, you can review your balance. Um, do know that people, when they're looking at it, if they have registered, but you still have paratransit tickets, you will see it will look like a coupon has been deducted. That is technically a ticket that you've turned into your paratransit driver and that it's deducted from your um, account. It won't show a balance, but it will show that it says coupon, so you've handed a ticket to your driver. Um, and there's your... Uh, adding funds and you can obviously like I said put your credit card in and, and then funds are added and it's you are done and one thing I forgot to add to drivers can see what money you have on the um the drivers can see what your account is left with so that they can tell you what your account balances when you get on the uh, pair of transit, is that correct? Brian, I, I, my apologies, I'm not 100% sure with that okay. answer. I do know uh, when anyone is booking rides uh, with the dispatch for PMB okay. that the dispatchers do have that okay. so they can see um, the okay. money that you have in the balance that I you have. I do believe... Um, then I've had cases personally where the drivers can actually see what the account balance is. Okay. So, uh, and our biggest thing now is it has always been that uh, when anyone that is approved or recertified that we emphasize that you have a paratransit ID. So we're really emphasizing now, especially with RM Pay, that you show your driver your paratransit ID because, and while we understand the drivers usually know our customers, it is a great habit to get into um, because now they are deducting money from your account. So they are running a tablet and they hit, as soon as our customer gets on board, they hit that that customer is now on board yeah. and the money is deducted. So anyone... anyone Sorry, Julie, they want to make sure they get the right cut. Absolutely. So anyone that doesn't have the paratransit ID, um, please give us a call. Uh, we can schedule a free ride for you to come to the uh, intermodal bus station on 1 Columbus Ave, and we can take your photo for you, or uh, we can provide you with an, an email, and you can email us um, a picture, and we can mail you out a, a paratransit photo ID. Well, Julie, this has been... I had a wealth of information, and uh, if anybody has any questions, um, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? So they can call um, the Berkshire Regional Transit Authority at 413-499-2782, and they can hit extension four or five if they're looking for paratransit information. Um, well, Julie, I think this has been a wealth of information, and I truly appreciate you coming aboard, and anything this show can do to promote, um, better and safer rides for people with 
visibility. Let us know and we'll be glad to get the information out there. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for asking me to be on the show. So, and BRTA appreciates it very much and yeah. appreciates all of our writers. Um, Kaylin, you got anything? No, I think this was a wonderful show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yes, and Any final thoughts, Brian? I, I think that, uh, it's a sad thing that people don't always know that parents, uh, I mean, there's areas like this, but one thing I do want to emphasize at the end is that not only do they have the PMB, uh, um, but they do have elder services and other areas do have BRTA provided um, vans uh, at elder services, at web, and stuff like that. So anybody needing transportation and they're not sure how to get it, they can either contact Julie or contact either elder services or as web and ask how to ride with one of their services as well. Absolutely. And the also the other one to add, Brian, is the Council on Aging. Yeah. So the Council on Aging within your city or town uh, to see if they can also help you with providing transportation. Um, would you also call the Council on Aging for cases like mine, even though I'm not um, to that age yet where... Um, the Council on Aging would still be able to help uh, younger people, or would they be better off contacting you directly if they needed uh, information on it? BRTA can provide the best information that we have at the time based okay. off of the individual. Okay. Um, and I don't know the age bracket for the Council on Aging, but you know, the senior centers. Well, I'm and just saying like. Somebody's old, somebody as young as me uh, may not want to call the council on agency, but, uh, you know, that's a personal preference, but I mean, you know, there's plenty of, plenty of areas where you can call to get the information. Absolutely, and hopefully, you know, once COVID um, subsides or, you know, maybe we can get back out to doing a lot of promotion and outreaching um, of the additional services that BRTA does offer. So hopefully and we can get there. One of the options that we do have now, Julie, any further information that you have, I can also do Zoom uh, right to you. So I can get it out in the air as quickly as uh, possible. So if there's any changes to any roofs or anything like that, you can let us know so we can. That's wonderful. Thank get it you. Out to our people. So this is Beth Patrick with Julie from the BRTA. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Thanks Have for a, joining us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Joey, and 
come. If you ever want to come back, um, feel free to let me know. All right. Will do. Thank you again. With that, folks, um, before I leave, real quick, um, you want to get the contact information for Kevin? If anybody would like to contact us with any questions or suggestions for the show, we can be reached by phone at... 413-281-5284. Again, that's 413-281-5284. Or you can email us at wheelingthepathways at gmail.com. Again, wheelingthepathways at gmail.com. And thank you, folks. And again, I'd like to thank the folks at BRTA and the folks here at the station, uh, WTBR. 89.7 for their continued technical support and their cooperation of getting willing to pass with the life out there. And we hope to see you, we hope to see you next week and have a good afternoon, folks. Thank you for joining us for Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and 104.3 WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. May you and yours have a beautiful day, and we'll see you again next week. Since you found each other, I've been so confused Cause I believe there's one soul on this earth That was meant for mine I was sent here to find What if it's you